episode of Dynasty After Dark. I'm your host Calvin Timms. Find me over on Twitter at TDC underscore Calvin or on the Dynasty After Dark YouTube channel. Podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you listen to your podcast. While you're there, if you don't mind, just leaving a comment, leaving a like on the video, leaving a thumbs up review, anything you can just to help get the podcast out there to more people. Hopefully you guys enjoyed our running back rankings, our top 12 that came out uh, yesterday and Monday. You know, it gets really interesting inside that top 12. Dale and I had a few differences of opinion, but you can let us know your thoughts over there. And next week, I'm pretty excited because we get to talk about wide receivers and wide receivers are always a good time. You know, wide people love wide receivers, even though there's 8 million of them to love right now. But a wide receiver that we're going to talk about here today is going to be OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr. Just signed with the Baltimore Ravens for a Actually, a pretty hefty trade or a pretty hefty deal signing over there. Um, he signed a $14 million base salary, and it's worth up to $18 million with incentives, playtime, you know, like uh, performance incentives, things like that. So $18 million for OBJ is actually a very, very healthy contract for him. Um, I don't think anybody really expected him to get paid that much money. I'm kind of upset that the Patriots didn't make that offer i mean come on guys we could have done that and that gets us into odell beckham jr obj is a tough player he really really is you know you go and you look at his production the last couple of years and it's not been anything spectacular right um the last time he was even fantasy relevant was 2018 with the giants ever since he's gone to cleveland and the rams it's just not really been a great production great performance from him ever since and that's where it gets a little interesting right I used to think that OBJ was one of the best wide receivers in the NFL maybe it was Eli Manning I never really liked Eli but you know Eli Manning and Odell Beckham Jr. were a great combination so Odell coming over what's that going to mean for his production for fantasy football now, the bigger question is, what does this do for Lamar Jackson? And this is where I get—I think it's really interesting. Supposedly, Lamar Jackson helped recruit OBJ, as you can see on Spotify or on Sleeper here. And that's where it's, it's, it's going to be very wild because by doing so, the Ravens have now committed $18 million worth of salary cap for this year because it's a one-year deal to Odell Beckham Jr., right? But the trick here is that... If you actually look at his contract, he signed a, you know, one year, $18 million contract, but they tacked on four void years to the back end of this deal. So they spread the cap it out over four seasons or five seasons, I guess, if you count this season as well. And that leaves his 2023 cap hit at only $3.9 million, which is huge for them because they have no money right now because of the Lamar Jackson holdoff, right? Standoff that they have there. Now, the reason why I said this is really risky is because, you know, the the Baltimore Ravens have $32 million tied up into Lamar Jackson for 2023. That's the non-exclusive franchise tag that they have placed on him. 
Now, with that, any team can go and offer him a contract. And, you know, if the Ravens want to match that contract, they have the first rights to do so. If not, the other team has to give them two first round picks. They can also trade for Lamar Jackson and he would be on the franchise tag similar to any other franchise tag player. But again, you know, the Ravens completely control Lamar Jackson's rights for at least 2023 and potentially the future. You know, they could tag him again next year, for example. But the reason why I said it's really, really risky is because right now the Baltimore Ravens have 3.9 million in available salary cap space. And that means that if some team were to come in and offer Lamar Jackson $40 million in year one, the Ravens would have to generate another $3, $4 million in salary cap space, which is not easy to do. And by doing so, you're also completely gimping yourself, right? You can no longer sign any other players this entire offseason. They have 60 players so far on their roster, and this is without any of their draft picks so far. So... You know, it's not great. It is not a great situation for them. Now, I this is, again, where it gets interesting because is Lamar going to play for the Baltimore Ravens? Are they going to be able to negotiate a long-term deal? Is the relationship soured enough that Lamar Jackson just wants out no matter what? I don't have an answer for that, but my gut feeling still says yes. I still think the Colts are going to make a move on Lamar Jackson in draft day, but I could be wrong. I definitely have been wrong in the past on these kind of things, but it's going to be interesting. So we're going to assume for this point in time that OD, or, uh, that OBJ is going to be receiving passes from Lamar Jackson in 2023. Until that trade happens, I can do a follow-up video at that time how losing Lamar Jackson impacts all of the Baltimore Ravens players but let's assume that Lamar Jackson does get a deal worked out with the Ravens or nobody offers him a fully guaranteed contract or whatever don't offer him something and he plays on the franchise tag for this season what does that mean for OBJ and this is again where it gets interesting for fantasy football now Odell has not had a great quarterback in a few years. I mean, 2021, Matt Stafford, it was the first season with him. I think he got traded halfway through the season, if I do remember right, or he got cut from Cleveland and he went and signed with the Rams, I think in week like 13 or week 14, if I remember right. They really tried to get him up to speed in the back half, and that's where he went nuclear in the playoffs and you know really showed that he still had something left. Towards ACL in the Super Bowl, got a ring for it at least. He was killing it in the Super Bowl before he towards ACL, missed all of 2022. There was all the rumors that he could come play for a playoff team last year. Nobody signed him, and now he finally signs with the Baltimore Ravens. He's going into his year 30 season, so he is older, but he's still a very, very good wide receiver in my opinion. If you are a contender... I would be willing to send a late second round pick for OBJ right now in a dynasty league. I understand that the time is running out, but OBJ by signing a one year deal says that he's not done yet. He wants to go and play another season with another team. You know, he's betting on himself for 2023 and he wants to prove that he still has something to sign one final contract, you know, going into his age 31 season possibly with like a contender like the Chiefs or somebody like that, but just wants to bet on himself again. 
I am willing to bet on him for fantasy football. Now, if you bring up Lamar Jackson, right? I know that this is very controversial because, oh, he's just a running back. He's never been a really good passer. But, you know, that's the Greg Roman system that we've had for years now, right? Greg Roman is not a good offensive coordinator for the passing game. The team brings in Todd Monken, the old offensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Jameis Winston. And, you know, he was there for the Jameis massive blow up seasons early on a couple years ago. And then he goes to Georgia where the Georgia Bulldogs have been a powerhouse for a couple years now. And offensively, they've been very good as well, even with you know, my co-host hates Stetson Bennett, but Stetson Bennett has been good with this system. Tom Monkin coming in means that they are going to do a passing first offense. You know, it's a very balanced offense. I don't want to make it seem like they're never going to run the ball, but you know, they are going to be able to scheme this offense a little bit better. And, you know, when you look at Lamar Jackson's stats, he's always been efficient, but you know, he doesn't have the volume, the same type of volume. He's never had the playmakers that some of the other quarterbacks have had. So I think they're going to be, what the signing to me says, that they are going to be leaning on Lamar Jackson's arm. He does have a very good arm. Not always the best reads, but for fantasy football, it does not matter one bit. And if you look at his wide receivers over the last couple of years, I mean, Hollywood Brown was you know, a solid wide receiver too when he was playing with Lamar, you know, not always the most consistent, but that's all right for the upside that he was able to bring you. This team still has Rashad Bateman, who I really like as Mark Andrews. But I, I think with this signing, it says that they're not really going to attack the wide receiver position again. Um, I think they're going to lean with OBJ and Rashad Bateman and put a lot on Lamar Jackson's arm again, like I mentioned before. So I believe that Odell Beckham Jr. is going to finish the season as a wide receiver too, which again, if I am a contender, I am I am sending off a second round pick, a late second, you know, 2-9 or later. If you can get him for an early third, I would definitely be interested in that as well. You know, if you can get him on the cheap because they just want to get out from under his name, that's something that you could consider. But yeah, I'm willing to send a late second for him, maybe even a mid second just to get it done if you're really close to going for a title. If you have Odell and you're not in a position to really be competing, I'm probably sending him off for, again, a second round pick. Try maybe someone in your league is crazy enough to send a, a late first, but I like the other wide receivers there a lot more um, if you're rebuilding because I think that the longevity you're going to be able to get with those guys versus an Odell Beckham Jr. is more valuable. But Odell, for this season and probably next season, does have fantasy relevance and fantasy upside that I think that's where, you know, if you're going for the title, I'd rather have him than some of the other guys. So that's my thoughts on Odell Beckham Jr. to the Baltimore Ravens. Again, if for whatever reason, Lamar Jackson is now a Colt, you know, I don't know if I fully see that happening. I guess uh, Jim Ursay, the owner of the Indianapolis Colts, did meet with Lamar Jackson down in Miami. I think it was last week. It was kind of very underreported, but he met with Lamar Jackson down in Miami and had a face-to-face with him for a couple hours. So I don't know what's going to happen. A couple days later, they sent like their entire front office to see Will Levis and his pro day. And, you know, we'll see how that kind of goes. They've loved Will Levis this entire time. But 
yeah, I want to see what Lamar Jackson does, where he ends up. And if he does leave the Baltimore Ravens, like I said, I'll do a follow-up video at that time to really recap all of these players and the impacts of that. Because if he's going to be leaving, I'm, I'm, it would have to be for the number four overall pick where they're going to be trying to get a replacement quarterback anyway. So, you know, that'll be pretty interesting there, what happens with those couple of picks. But yeah, I'm I'm very interested to see what Odell Beckham Jr. can do for the Ravens. I do like this signing quite a bit. Again, I wish the Patriots would have done it. I think that Odell still has a little bit left in the tank, but until we see how this season starts and gets off the ground, you know, everyone's going to be down on Odell because he missed so much time with the injury, you know. He didn't play at all in 2022. He's going on to his, his age 30 season. So again, if you can get him for a third round pick, I know it sounds crazy, but just shoot a couple offers out there and see if it happens. You know, I've seen him go in a league, one of my leagues for a third round pick already. So, you know, it's not impossible to get him for that value. And I I just believe that he still has something left in the tank. What we saw in that Super Bowl performance with the Rams just tells you when he does have a good quarterback, you know, thoughts and prayers to Baker Mayfield as not being a great quarterback. I think that's been fleshed out now over the last couple of years. But once you have a good quarterback with Odell, he is going to be able to cook for fantasy football. And I believe Lamar Jackson is a good quarterback. So that's my thoughts there on Odell Beckham Jr. Let me know your thoughts on this video down in the comments down below. Hit me up on Twitter at TDC underscore Calvin. You can hit me up with any questions you might have all off season long, and I'd be happy to get back to you with any advice that you guys might be looking for. So thank you guys for joining me. Tomorrow I'm going to be doing a fix your franchise for, eh, we'll see. I'm not entirely sure which team I'm going to be doing just yet. So you know, I've got a couple teams that I want to fix their franchise. That was a pretty popular video with the Las Vegas Raiders. I nailed the Jimmy Garoppolo pick last time, so I'm pretty excited about that. And we'll see who I can fix in this upcoming draft next. But make sure you guys tune in for that. And again, next week we're going to have our top 12 dynasty wide receivers. And that's where it always gets interesting. You know, you're balancing the youth versus production because these guys can play forever and there's a million wide receivers. So who makes it into our top 12? Make sure you tune in next week to find out on that. Until next time, thank you guys so much for listening and have a good night.